Stonemaier Games, and I'm here today for a fun announcement. This is, uh, yeah, we have some new products to, to announce today, as you may have seen in our e-newsletter that went out a few minutes ago. Or if you haven't, you can see the link in the description of this video. Um, we have a lot to discuss today, but let's talk about those products real quick first, and then I'll come back and, and share more about them later. First, we have three new promos for Rolling Realms. We have Arc Nova, Architects of the West Kingdom, two, two games that I truly love. Like I, I am so excited to get promos for these and to make promos for these. Uh, yeah, th these are incredible games, and I really like how the promos turned out. And a game that I haven't actually played yet, but uh, we wanted to do something a little bit different. This is Micro Dojo. This is a game that hasn't even come out yet, or the new version hasn't come out yet. Um, and this is, uh, we, we wanted to do something, like a, a lot of these promos are based on big games that a lot of people know about, but we wanted to every now and then throw in a smaller game that we want more people to know about. This is a friend of the company, Ben, and uh, yeah, we just thought it would be fun to throw in one of those. So this is a, you can get all three of these on our web store now. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm so excited to get these to the table. In fact, I'm going to get these to the table today in the Rolling Realms Facebook group and then later on YouTube. Uh, if you want to join me at 3 o'clock Central Time for a live play of these new realms. I'll look over our questions real quick and then I'll come back and show you the other two new products. Um, let's see, some people are already joining us today. Uh, Murray says, how does Rolling Realms work? That's a good question. I shouldn't assume that everyone knows how this game works. A very quick explanation is that it is an infinitely scaling roll and write game where one player anywhere in the world rolls two D6 dice. The dice look like this. Um, and uh, a player, uh, and so one player rolls the dice and all players use the same combination of three realms. So the realms kind of look like this. You can see the new three new realms here. Everyone has the same combination of three realms. You use those numbers to write, use one of those numbers on one of the realms and another number on a different realm and uh, to try to earn stars and earn resources, which let you use some special abilities, some built into the realms and most just our default within the game to make more numbers, to manipulate the dice thing, or manipulate the numbers that you use, things like that. Uh, it's a very quick game. It plays over three rounds. You use a total of nine different realms over the course of the game. But I often play it just round by round. I, I play a round of it on uh, on the in the Rolling Realms Facebook group and on YouTube in about 10 to 15 minutes. And then I come back another day and play another round. And uh, one of the fun things about it is that you can play, because it's infinitely scaling and there is no interaction at all by design, you can play it at any time, anywhere. So you can... I have many, many videos saved up on YouTube now. You can get the game and just play against me from five months ago and see how your score stacks up against my score. You can also play with up to six players out of the box. Yeah, that's a quick summary. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, okay, I'm sure I've missed some questions. I'll scroll down a little bit here. If I miss a question, just let me know. Um, Justin says... Really glad to, glad to see that some of our games are offering more neoprene mats. Actually, they're not neoprene. They're natural rubber, which is a little bit more environmentally friendly than neoprene. He says, have you considered neoprene mats being the default type of uh, a board in future games? It, de it depends on the game. Um, it really, yeah, it really depends on the game. Uh, I think the key default for me, and maybe I should have done this for Red Rising, is if it's a game where you need to pick up things off the table quite a bit, especially cards, then I think neoprene is really, really good for that. Um, or, or a natural rubber play mat. I am using those terms interchangeably, even though they are slightly different materials. But I think that's really helpful if you need to pick cards off the table. Otherwise, they don't often matter all that much, and they actually are, they print a little bit more muddled than a cardboard mat. Um, so it definitely isn't my default, unless you're actually picking a lot of things off the board. 
That doesn't even make all that much sense for Tapestry, but enough people requested it for Tapestry that we went with it. Um, so yeah, it really depends on the game, and it depends on how it fits into the box. Flamecraft did it very well by having a very long board, so I think it could have worked for like Arc Nova, for example. Not one of our games, but a game that has a very long board. But for a board like Tapestry, it is a big board. Um, let me pull this out and show you what it looks like. So this in no way would have fit into the original box and still doesn't fit in the original box. So it doesn't really work as a mass scale product. So yeah, this is the tapestry play mat. It is big, it is beautiful. And one of the fun things about this is it isn't just the tapestry board. It incorporates the uh, the arts track from the second expansion and incorporates slots for each of the cards. And in tapestry you do, it does actually make sense for tapestry because in tapestry you are picking up some face up cards off the table. Um, it has slots for different, some like generic slots for landmarks up here and some specific slots for landmarks. Uh, where that one's, over here, down here, you have this whole row where you can keep all the landmarks and you can know their shapes. And of course it's double-sided because the tapestry board is double-sided for different player counts. Um, yeah, this turned out, I'm really, really happy with how this turned out, the tapestry playmat. Before I go back to questions, let me show you also the other playmat that we're offering today, and that is the Red Rising playmat, which isn't double-sided, which means that you get a nice grippy surface on this backside, and then a playmat that fits into the box just like the original board. So this is almost an exact facsimile of the original uh, Red Rising board, um, because it has to also, we wanted this one to fit into the box. I think this does fit into the box really well. And so we didn't want to make it any bigger. But yeah, it's just some people requested a playmat. I think this also, a playmat does make sense for Red Eyes because you are constantly picking up cards off the table every turn of the game. So this is one where it probably could have made sense for us to include this in the original game from the beginning. And the box, we, that would have resulted in a different box shape, I think. We would have needed to make as big of a box for it because the board is really the main reason why the box is so big in Tapestry or in, uh, in Red Rising. I'll keep those available in case you want me to show them to you later again. Um, Elton says, when can we get playmats for Viticulture? So this kind of ties into my answer here. In Viticulture, you aren't picking up cards off the, uh, off the board. And so that being the primary reason to make a playmat, uh, means that it, it isn't something that we're prioritizing for Viticulture. I haven't heard a lot of people even ask for that for Viticulture. Chris says, um, he didn't catch what the promos were. And you can get a close-up look at, at what they are on the web store, but they are Arc Nova, Architects of the West Kingdom, and micro dojo so if you want to see exactly how they work there are images i believe on our web store right now you have to click through the images a little bit but you can see the images of how the realms work and i will be live playing about the most played games the games that i've played the most over my entire life i'd love to hear your thoughts on that what games have you played the most whether it's here or in that video feel free to check those out i'm really enjoying the world cup World Cup, I, I love soccer. I will love watching soccer. I'm happy for the U.S. to move on. Um, I think they still need to play. Uh, you're able to join me again here. For some reason, the previous live video just ended abruptly. And so um, I think I'm back now. Yeah, it looks like I'm back. And hopefully you've realized that from the previous video. Um, anyway, what I was talking about, and I'm going to lose all the questions that were in there. So if you asked a question in the previous video, please uh, share it again here. I'm sorry about that Facebook glitch, as far as I can tell. But I was talking about the Tapestry Neoprene Playmat or not neoprene, I keep saying that, but it's natural rubber, more environmentally, environmentally friendly than neoprene, the Red Rising playmat here, and the three new promo realms for Rolling Realms. These are all available on our web store today, along with, if you read our e-newsletter, which I highly recommend that you do, um, a demographic survey. We do an annual demographic survey to learn more about you and what you want and how we can serve you better. It is a huge help for us to serve you better. 
And um, as a token of appreciation for those who fill it out, we're gonna randomly select five people who fill out the survey in the next couple of days. Um, and we will give them a $100 gift card to our rep store. So uh, yeah, please fill that out if you can. It, uh, it, it targets specifically people who follow Stillmeyer Games. That's our target audience. We don't broadcast it beyond that. So if you're watching this today, you are one of those people, and I would love for you to fill out that, dem that demographic survey. Uh, yeah, so for those of you who are joining me here, there was a Facebook glitch. The, the previous live feed just stopped abruptly, and so I am back here um, to, to, uh, to continue the live cast. Kai says, hey, Kai, he says, you know, if the Rolling Realms promos will be published by Forland in German, too. So I did hear about this because I would just reached out to Frank the other day at Forland to let him know that we were making the new Arc Nova promo go live. And um, he says that they are thinking about making a pack someday that includes promos that are relevant to Forland. Um, so... Yeah, so it'll probably be a few Stomar games that they co-publish, and it will be a few uh, Forland games like A Feast for Odin, Terra Mystica, which they might already have, and Ark Nova, and maybe others if there are others in the future as well. I think we have an Uwe Rosenberg game at some point, so that might be theirs. It might be one of the other publishers he works with. Eric says, just confirming that Tapestry's upcoming third expansion doesn't impact the playmat. Definitely not, Eric. Yeah, we would not release a, a brand new playmat and then an expansion a few months later that is that makes the playmat irrelevant or incompatible. So absolutely, yeah, the new expansion that you don't know anything about yet, but that we do, it's already in production, is fully compatible with this new playmat. Absolutely, 100%. Uh, Jerry says, good morning, Jerry. He says, any update on the Euphoria expansion potentially getting a reprint? Look forward to trying um, it soon. You know, I was just looking at the back in stock data today and it's still not quite there. Um, I, I think it'll happen. I think it's something that we will do next year, but we need to wait until there's just a little bit more interest to justify a full print run of the Euphoria, the original Euphoria expansion, Ignorance is Bliss. Um... Let's see. Chat says, the demographic survey makes me afraid because it hints at a theme of a game that I'm already designing. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's possible. Yeah, we're, we have some things in the works here, and we, we're always gauging interest on, in those types of things. Oh, Patrick has a chocolate recommendation. Just in time for chocolate of the day. Patrick says, Gremlins from Betty Jane Candies in Dubuque, Iowa. Ooh, I always like trying to nuke chocolate. Patrick, thank you for the recommendation here. Milk chocolate gremlins. What makes them gremlins? It says it's their signature and most popular piece at Betty Jane Candies. Topper pecans and homemade caramel covered in Betty Jane's special blend of milk chocolate. Those look tasty. Wow. Yeah. I might have to try those. Thanks for the recommendation. Today's chocolate of the day, I actually ran out of chocolate. I think I have like one or two Hershey's Kisses, or we have them. Megan and I have them. And so I think I might go to the grocery store today and get a little bit more chocolate. Um, yeah, I love chocolate. I, 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 every now and then I like, I run out and I'm like, okay, maybe I'll just take a little break for a little while, but then I want to eat it. And so yeah, as long as I eat it in moderation, I think I'm okay. Chad says, how fun was it to design the architect's realm? You know, it's at this point, it's Corel works on so many of these realms and does an amazing job with them that it's kind of running together as to whether or not I worked on it. I was the designer or someone else was, but these are a little bit older. 
I can't remember. I feel like I maybe was the original designer for Arc Nova and maybe Architects. Although I believe Shem, Shem actually came through. I remember Shem uh, proposing an idea for Architects and I think we kind of ran with that. But really, honestly, at this point, I am forgetting which ones that I was the original designer of versus those that I helped Corel develop. Um, and he's been amazing to work with. So I, I don't I don't know. I, I don't want to say that I did it when I didn't do it, just in case. Uh, Chad says he just finished organizing his new office. Chad recently moved. It was an interesting puzzle to figure out the best layout of my desk and furniture. You ever thought about reorganizing your office from time to time? Every now and then I think about it. Um, my office is a little bit limited. You can tell by this wall here. This is a, we're, we're on the, the top floor. Um, and so that, that limits what I can really do in certain places. And I have windows. I have two windows in here and one big entrance. It limits, it limits things a little bit. Um, but every now and now and then I do like reorganizing. It helps me maybe get rid of some things that I don't need and gives the office a different feel. But it's also also hard to move. I have a you can't see it, but I have a Calyx shelf over there, which is very difficult to move. I have a big, heavy sit stand desk that's very tough to move. So it would be um, it's something that I would only want to do if I if I really am confident with with the new layout. Nathan said that he gifted one of the new Wingspan puzzles to a cousin, and she's excited to play Wingspan. That's awesome. The puzzle being a gateway into Wingspan. That's that's exciting to hear about. Oh, Dan popped in. Hey, Dan. He says, very excited to play the new realms, especially as the, he only played Architects for the first time this past week. That's a nice coincidence. Which new realm is your favorite to play? I'm going to know that a little bit better today. So I haven't played these in a while. Um, they went into production many, many months ago. I think uh, almost a full year ago. Not, not quite that much, maybe nine months ago. And so, Dan, I'm going to find out today. I'm going to play these today, and I will see which one I enjoy the most. I think Arc Nova, well, I, I don't know. We'll see. it. I, I recall having fun with Arc Nova. Here's what Arc Nova looks like. Because um, in Arc Nova, it kind of follows this idea that you are powering up certain numbers, um, similar to in Arc Nova, how if you don't, it's actually if you don't use it. Yeah, this is this is cool. So it says, uh, use a number to gain its benefit equal to the number of outlined circles, then cross off those circles. So you can do that to, when you use a number. But at the end of each, every turn, outline one circle under one rolled die that you didn't use in this realm. I think I did design this one. Um, this is coming back to me now. Because the the idea here is, in, like in the actual game of Arc Nova, uh, if you don't use a card, it shifts... Uh, cards that you didn't use to the right, they become more powerful. Uh, so if you take a card from like the five slot, all the cards will shift over and become more powerful. And so I wanted to convey this idea in the Arc Nova realm that the numbers that you didn't use, or the number that you didn't use in this realm, uh, becomes more a more powerful number to use later in this realm. So I think that's a really cool idea. I'm looking forward to how it plays out after not having played it in a while. But I think that'll probably be my favorite. Um, let's see, Corel, okay, Corel confirms that I was the designer for Arc Nova, Shem and Sam McDonald were the designers for Architects, awesome, and Micro Dojo was designed by Ben, uh, the designer of the game, and he says he he was the, the developer at the time of Arc Nova and Micro Dojo, awesome, you have a better memory than I do, Corel, and actually it is posted on the packaging, I should, I could just remember it here, so yeah, uh, this one does say it's designed by, yeah, these are all on here, the designers are printed on here as they should be, thank you, Corel, for, for pointing that out. Chad says, can you tell us more about Micro Dojo? You mentioned that it needs more exposure. What was the elevator pitch? Now, as I can remember, um, 
Oh, one second. I, I want to see this. Ollie, uh, Ollie notes that I am back. Yeah, I the other feed was cut off for some reason. Facebook just cut it off abruptly. So if you asked a question in the previous feed, re-ask it here so that I can see it again because I, I don't have access to that feed now. Um, so, Chad, I haven't played Micro Dojo. I can show you the realm here to show you how it works. Uh, in Micro Dojo, it says mark a number to gain the benefit uh, if possible. Let's see if I can get that to focus real quick. Focus. Almost did it, almost focused, doesn't want to focus here. Um, if possible, also mark a number matching the other rolled die without gaining the benefit. When using a created number, mark either rolled number to mark, or choose either rolled number to mark. At the end of the game, you'll score one star for each, for the first completed, one, score one star each for the first completed row and column of squares. Score one star as well if all numbers in the grid are marked. So you're trying to complete at least one row and at least one column. Um, and if you manage to complete the entire grid, uh, which is tough to do, you get an extra star. And there are stars built into the grid as well. I look forward to playing Micro Dojo. I backed it on Kickstarter and look forward to actually playing the, the real game. Um, but like we said, Ben designed this and we just made sure it worked for, um, for Arc Nova. Or for, for Rolling Realms. Sorry, I'm scrolling. I know there are a lot of questions kind of piling in here. I will try to get to them in a second. And I will try to also go back to the e-newsletter for a little bit of news here and there. Um, Jerry says he was organizing his nesting box based on the diagram under the box lid. The, the diagram shows that for the bottom layer, eight of the clear plastic containers that came with the earlier game should fit in a 2x4 arrangement. However, he can only get six to fit in a 2x3 arrangement. I kind of squeeze mine in and they fit. Uh, so I don't know. I, it, it's okay if only six of them fit or even fewer of them fit, but uh, but try squeezing them in or turning some upside down. Um, that might help more of them fit in too. But mine, mine are fairly flexible and squeezed in there. I, I, I think I even have some photos on our website showing that. Adam says, with the difficulty rating on Arc Nova, I think we are going to wait to learn it. So this is the full game, not the realm. The realm is very easy to learn um, during our February vacation. He's looking forward to it. I commented on a previous video before it cut off that I wanted to buy Tapestry on Friday for $60, but I already had over $100 in games in hand, so I had to pass. You'll always get it in the future. Well, we should have tap Tapestry in stack for a long time. Arnie says, if you trade resources in the Arctic's realm, do you spend those resources or erase them? So yeah, let's share this last realm. So Architects of the West Kingdom says you can, so you're writing numbers in either ascending or descending orders and getting some benefits, or you are down here, um, you're marking a number to make a trade. Each trade can only be made once. So uh, for the trades, you you uh, don't erase anything. Um, you are just making a conversion there. So you're sacrificing, it's essentially like you're spending resources. So you're spending uh, a heart, for example, here, crossing it off to gain two two coins yeah okay Ali's question was about publishing he says does Stillmeyer publish or want to publish smaller standalone types games not rolling rights um, maybe retailing around seven to fifteen dollars or do the economics not really work for that size game you know Ali uh, again as long as a game fits into our submission guidelines uh, we're open to it um, one of our guidelines is that we want the the game to have a component hook so it needs to have a really cool component that stands out on the table, which is really hard to do in smaller games. Uh, we also don't really publish filler games. So we publish games that are more of the meat of a game, not an event game. Um, so oftentimes smaller games end up being a lot, lot shorter and don't fit into that requirement.